welcome back to Dealing With It, a podcast about rolling with the punches. This is a mother and son podcast. I'm the mom. My name's Trish. My name's Matt, and I am the son. Thank you so much for joining us today. This week, we're going to be talking about, mom, what was it called? Well, ultimately, it's called health anxiety. It's a real um, type of anxiety. Yeah. And it is um, something that I've experienced and I know a lot of other people that have experienced, you know, when you have ringing in your ear and you're sure it's a brain tumor. So is it kind of along the same lines as like a like hypochondriac sort of a thing? I, you know, I don't know that. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know that. I, to me, though, that anxiety, there's um, that you're not getting anything out of it. There's no uh, positive pay back Seriously, for yeah. you to have these feelings. And uh, so, you know, when we talked about our goals for last week. Yeah, yeah. I want to um, hear about how your week is Well, been. so mine was to... Um, work on my health because I had gone to a, a doctor. Um, you know, I thought, I thought, you know, I had, well, and I have been, you know, diagnosed years ago with Crohn's disease, but it's been a very, um, I'm one of the fortunate people that it hasn't really had a great impact in my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. But um, so, so for that, it, it, my head sort of told me, uh, you know, maybe you don't, maybe it's not really Crohn's disease. Maybe, you know, maybe somebody made a mistake, whatever. Yeah. Well, and then in the last couple of months, th- my belly's been acting up. Things have been going wacky again. I'm thinking, okay, all right, fine, fine, you win. It's probably Crohn's disease. So I made an appointment to go back to the uh, uh, doctor. The uh, Oh, I'll think of the kind of doctor, but it's my Crohn's doctor. Yeah, the gastroenterologist. Yes. Thank you, thank you. So get there. And it didn't help that as all the symptoms are popping up, all of a sudden it's colorectal cancer awareness month. <laughs> so there I am like, oh, okay, that's what it is. That's what it is. I I have colorectal of cancer. Of all the ones. <laughs> <laughs> and then. I'm so, pretty sure. I'm not 100% sure. But I'm pretty sure that's what Farrah Fawcett had. I know. I know. It's just like if there's a certain body part that has to get me, it's like I know I it's want unfortunate it to be because it became a punchline, but Okay. Well anywho, it it is when it's you. And anyway, when I got to the doctor, it turns out that it is probably irritable bowel syndrome. IBS. IBS, which under stress it your belly acts. Flares up. up. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. So there we go. And um but it just so I've been working this week on, on you know healthier eating, losing weight, and then that's me. I want to be on the scale every morning, night, noon, um, and that's not healthy. I really need to get a good balance around that. Anyway, um, so I just know I have a history of you know a hangnail is a broken finger, and uh, you know I just build it up. Yeah, and and it's not my choice to do it. It's not that I want to be living in a state of agitation or panic, worried <laughs> all the time that I have a disease, and the doctors just missed it. They missed it because I'm I know. dying. Yeah. Um. So this has been going on in my life probably ever since I became a mom. Uh. Just maybe it's the idea of now I've got. Uh, a lot to lose if I'm not here. And I would have these three kids and stuff. So in that your brother is, it's been 30 years of me, uh, not all the time, but having, always wondering like, when's the next shoe going to, you know, drop? Yeah, yeah. So I started looking up what in the world is this? And it is a form of anxiety, health anxiety. And um, I don't know, have you ever 
felt like um, something that maybe not, the symptoms could be very benign, like I have a sore throat, and all of a sudden I have a, a, a esophageal cancer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I do, I um, I don't know, I, I have a lot of anxiety, um, just all the just time. Just not that one. <laughs> all the time, well, generally not, actually. I, I do get it sometimes, like, um, I have a couple like straight up, I have a couple, yeah. uh, I have a mole or uh-huh. two moles that I, that I keep an eye on. Uh-huh. Cause I'm like, I'm not sure. What about are you, you doing? What are you? Yeah. Uh, and then <clears throat> it's one of those things where I don't know if what, it, uh, I, I, I definitely fear going to the doctor Yeah. because part of me is like, well, what if something is wrong with me? Would I, re- like, would I just rather not know? Or, well, and that's part of health anxiety as well mm-hmm. is, but in general, folks f- avoiding getting the real facts because a fear of not being able to deal with it. Or that thing of like a doctor saying, no, you're healthy. And then you have that duality of being like, no, you're wrong. I know you're the doctor and just did these tests, but I know me and something's wrong. Sure. Yeah. yeah I could see that. I mean, I could see that for sure. Um, it is. Um, and I, here's my wondering um, in that so much of uh, life and death was um, not, you know, you could you could imagine how other people were. You could, but it, you never thought it would happen to you. Never in your family. Never would I have lost my husband. Totally. And I wonder if now, because it was front and center in our world for years, if that um, is part of the footprints that get left behind, you know, by having um, gone through it, this situation, if it's um, like sort of part of the post-traumatic issue is do I become more, um, uh, I don't know, uncertain as to my mortality now or my yeah. health? Um, no, I I totally feel that because I think since dad's passing, I have been more like, well, something has to be wrong with me too. Not mm-hmm. necessarily prostate cancer mm-hmm. or, or anything, but I don't know, like just that there's something wrong. And it, I remember it got to me a lot when I because we heard a few times, and especially since he's passed, that like what dad had was the the way it metastasized to his bone or something was very rare. There's like yeah. your dad had a really rare kind of cancer. Very aggressive, very, yeah. Yeah, and so, but I was like, rare doesn't mean anything when you're looking at it. Not when it's dad. So what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what if it's rare? It's, it happened. Right. Uh, and yeah. so I remember like having this thing, uh, that feeling of like, you know, just that anything bad could happen. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, yeah. and I, I do think I've been sort of, that might be honestly a contributor to some of just this generalized anxiety mm-hmm. I have of yeah. just, uh, you know, this weekend, not to go too far off the rail, we'll get back to, to time. Well, we about don't this have to too. talk all this time about health anxiety. It was no, just I would like to, as I was thinking about my health and then seeing the doctor and getting the, the feedback, I just realized how mm-hmm. far I was off of what I assumed to be my fate, mm-hmm. um, and what he's assuming to be my fate. But anyway, so, no, go ahead. How was your week, Matt? No, um, well, my week was actually really full of anxiety. Oh my goodness! Uh, yeah, just this general sense, and and I'm getting to the to the point with it where I'm just tired of it. Yeah, I've been going to therapy now for I mean since Dad passed. So mm-hmm. um, you know, I guess a, 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 few weeks, a, a few weeks a few weeks yeah. after Dad passed, but right after he died, I had this. I don't know. I, the anxiety I was feeling was also being coupled with this sense of like despair and a little sure. de- and depression, yeah. which I've, I've dealt with when I was a bit younger yeah. uh, as a teenager. 
Um, and I was just like, oh, oh, this is rearing its head again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was noticing too, like, and I think I've talked about it on the show, but when I got a bit more of my, um, I was a little reckless with my drinking. Mm-hmm. And uh, now that I got that a little more under control and I stopped smoking cigarettes, um, I really have seen how much um, those things really um, helped me with my anxiety. They, they, were co- they were coping. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was using those to cope with those to a, an issue that I thought was gone, which was my anxiety and depression mm-hmm. and stuff. And so when it came back around now, I was like, well, I'm not going to get back on like just right. drinking and smoking all yeah. the time. Like I'm not doing that. So that's when I went to therapy and, mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's been really helpful. And yeah. I honestly, if, if you have the, the, the means to do it, I, even going once a month, I, I, I can't recommend therapy enough, mm-hmm. but it's, I, I feel like there's a chemical thing going on where I just have this baseline sense of like panic and dread when mm-hmm. I think about things. Uh, I, I love, I love, doing this podcast i love doing the wrestle boys podcast mm-hmm. i love playing in bands yeah. i love i love it but sometimes my anxiety gets me out of that i get to do yeah mentality to the i have to do i have to get out of bed i have to get out of bed i have to feed the dogs i have to go oh i have to go do the podcast mm-hmm. i have to do these are things i love doing but yeah. anxiety makes it so i don't know well it feels anxiety is tricking your brain into this is threatening in a way yeah to you know, so be I'm, vulnerable and it's not fun that way. And I, I would like to. I wonder what brought it on in this week or if it maybe nothing. Maybe it was just time for it chemically to come around. I think that's what around. it was. And I think mm-hmm. that's what I'm coming to realize is that for me, I think what's going to work best for me is if I do continue to I do go to therapy twice a month, mm-hmm. once every other week. And mm-hmm. then if, I think if I couple that with potentially getting on some anti-anxiety mm-hmm. medication, um, which I had been on, you know, when I was younger, yeah. uh, I think I might have a better result. Mm-hmm. Um, I was hoping to kind of just be able to sort of take a mindful approach sure. to, to things and, and be able to sort of take care of it that sure. way. Um, but I, I, through honestly doing this podcast and stuff too, realizing when it's time to say, okay, I need some help. Yeah. And I think I'm kind of coming to that point with there this anxiety go. because it's just. Well, I'm really proud of you because when we think about how many minutes and hours and days and even years people can let go by of just putting things off because they don't want to or and how much time we waste and i'll say waste yeah like worrying about things uh, that aren't coming up since monday i've been thinking about oh i have two podcasts to do on thursday Mm -hmm. and that's just been stress for me yeah for no reason other than it's just i don't know i get it um so I don't know. So, so that's for me this week was just I'm just tired of, yeah. of, of doing this. Um, but I will say something that happened this week that was really, really cool. What's that? That made me feel really good. I want to give a shout out to my friends over in Washington, uh, Melinda and Jamin. I got a really sweet message from my friend Melinda. Um, they live together together out in, in Washington and they listen to the podcast. And she just sent a really, really nice message about um that they listen to the show and really like it and so i wanted to say thank you oh, uh, melinda great. and jamin and melinda i love you guys very much well um, now i love you and i haven't met you yeah, yet but that was a really nice moment this week so there thank you, you very go. much for that there you go um but yeah so i'm just uh I'm, I'm trying to get more uh i don't know just in control of, of this thing i i worry about that like feeling like i have potential to do a lot of things that I want to do musically, um, 
with any sort of creative endeavors. Mm -hmm. And I think I spend more time worrying about them than doing them. Yeah. And I feel like if I could sort of shift that balance, it would, I would be more fulfilled with it. So I'm wearing my, my t-shirt today that says find joy in the journey. And that's what I would wish for you and me is, yeah, sometimes life is going to hand us stuff and, um, stuff we didn't ask for stuff we will have to deal with and it may change our lives and how we live them but finding joy in that journey that's a big deal it is and i i completely i don't know i've been feeling that too as far as thinking about like well where do i want to end up and i don't have a destination like assisted living or what <laughs> well sure i guess i would like to end up uh <laughs> I guess buried near my family. Um, but I, no, as far as like, um, I was talking about in therapy a couple of weeks ago, as far as uh, what she was like, what does a career look like to you? Like to me, you know, and I've just been thinking about it and I really don't know other than I want to keep pursuing the things I'm passionate about. Right. And if I can make enough money along the way doing that, mm-hmm. then I will consider that a successful career. But um so I don't know when it comes back to the anxiety and stuff that that stuff I, w- I want to get more in control of that so I can I th- hopefully spend more time actually pursuing things other than just worrying about right. how to pursue them. Well, maybe if there's any of our our folks listening who also have have issues like I have with health anxiety, um, and you know who you are, <laughs> you're the ones who are often googling at eleven thirty at night right. a symptom. Well, I want to get back to health anxiety yeah. a bit. Well, yeah, we. Could, I'm just saying, how do people um, get past it? I, I, as I read, it can be dealt with with talking therapy mm-hmm. with um, and meds. So, I mean, again, an anxiety that, and of all the anxieties, many of them are more prevalently found in women or maybe more women seek help for them. Yeah. But um, but this one is a pretty equal opportunity one, health anxiety. Yeah. So. Well, so have you noticed going through how you said like since basically since you've been a mom, you've yeah. always kind of had this back and forth battle with feeling like you have something debilitating or, or yep. murderous. Yeah. Uh, oh, not me murdering. It's no, going to kill Murderous me. inside of yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know the right word. We don't, I, I'm not a doctor. No. <laughs> fatal. Fatal. Fatal would be fatal a word. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there was ha- one Christmas. Yeah. Um, years and years and years ago, because I think you might have been maybe three, maybe four. Dad gave me an espresso machine for Christmas. And it was awesome. And I love my espresso. And so I'm drinking six, eight, ten a day. Just reckless abandon. <laughs> After three days, my heart started doing this weird palpitating, maybe not rhythmic, um, feeling like it's fluttering out of my chest thing. And I knew it's a heart attack. Mm-hmm. It's a heart attack. I'm having a heart attack. And I felt so bad because I figured you might have memories. Eric, your little brother, would probably never remember me. Um, and as I drove myself off to the ER, because <laughs> which makes perfect sense. When you're having a heart attack, get behind the wheel of a car. But we lived close to the hospital. And I get I'm in sure there. panic sets in and you're just like, I got to well, go. Well, it is. And when the panic sets in and your adrenaline sets in on top of your heart already having some kind of extra adrenaline moving at it, it's caffeine fix for the year. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I I knew, I knew, I'm I'm dying. Here I am, kind yeah. of thing. That was and that was one 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 I can uh, enjoy back look back at. Um, 
and it's not the only one. Um, and it's not like I'm at the ER every week no. with something new, but well, but since since Dad's passing, has it been more on your mind, your your health and your yeah, um, you know, or has that anxiety increased or, or stayed the same? Yeah. Well, I mean, um, oh, you know, I have a, a pain in my lower back. I wonder if cancer has set into the bone in my back because that was your dad. Well, it didn't help that yeah, that dad, that everything with dad, like he had this thing with his yeah. shoulder that. It was just I don't it was a very nonstop painful. that very painful. Yeah. He kept he always had the like, like little like it. rotating his yeah. shoulder motion like he just couldn't yeah shake it, and yeah. so like now with any of those sort of things you're like I wonder oh, what this is I know. I know and I don't know it's um it's not that I feel that way and then I call people and say wow guess what I've got it's not that I'm getting attention from it you internalize it more and then you sort of live. Um, knowing being the only one on the face of the earth knowing that you're dying of you know something that mm-hmm. that you're not yet or <laughs> so when it, the, so the times that I've I have had this a few times like I said like I have this mole that's on my arm mm-hmm. that I, let me I look at it let me see I'm not I'll show you that later it's like it's like like more like armpit and I don't want to it's oh. cold in this room I don't want to take my shirt off all right I have this headphones on uh, <laughs> fine <laughs> but uh Oh, you know what's another one that happened to us in Vegas? And this is nothing, nothing against the hotel we stayed in. But what? I got some bug bites no! that I think maybe came from the bed because <gasps> Katie also got some. No. Could have been from anywhere. Could have been from anywhere. No. That one right there. <gasps> but I have a few of those around. And I was like, oh my, is this like a measles outbreak? <laughs> like, is there some sort of. <gasps> but, <laughs> no. Oh, man. That makes me feel terrible. I'm never taking you back to Las Vegas again. It's okay. I think I got it from somewhere else probably. Probably not. Probably not. uh, Oh, my goodness. um, And then the other part of me going, I'm so glad I chose to sleep on the couch. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm sorry. No couch bugs. (laughs) There weren't. (laughs) Um, But with any any of these anxiety things that I feel – including the, these ones where I'm like, do I have the measles? Am I right, like, right. sick? Uh, I then my go-to, and this goes back to, I guess, our, our self-talk uh, episode, uh, is like I I kind of jump to like beating myself up where I'm like, you know you're not dying. What is wrong with you? Just stop it. Yeah, just get mm-hmm. over it. You're, you know mm-hmm. you're fine. Yeah. And then that, guess what, doesn't help at all. <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah, because yeah. then I just still feel like I'm sick or something's going on, and right. then I'm also – now mad at myself yes well i do um you know i have a few friends that i'll kind of run something by like hey has this ever happened to you and nine times out of ten yes and this is what happened and that's what and it just you just go yeah oh good okay because if it's never happened to you before then then it's new and this is original but very few things are really original that just started with me yeah and like I don't know. And that's the thing where it's like, you want to think like, oh, there's, I'm probably not this anomaly that I, yeah. that everything that, yeah. that I worry about is coming true and I'm actually dying from all these things. <laughs> uh, but, but, but yeah. then you get, now I get this seed planted in my head of like, but rare things happen. Because I know somebody. Yeah. I know someone. My dad. Yeah. Um, and then I worry about it with like, I don't know what's, I don't know gen- genuinely what's genetic, yeah. what's. Uh, I know dad growing up was around, you know, he grew up on a, it, like he was a farm kid. And yeah. so like a lot of pesticides, especially yeah. in the seventies and yeah. stuff like n- yeah. the, no way. I mean, even when we would go visit grandpa's house, 
uh, in Payette where they grew up, like you get 10 feet within his garage and you're like, you that smell. is a strong mm-hmm. smell of like mm-hmm. pesticides. Yeah. yeah. And so I, th- I chalk a lot of my assumption is mm-hmm. that from the beginning, it was like, a there was kind of there was some things yeah. that probably planted some seeds that came back later. But I genuinely worry. I'm like, well, what what is genetic? I mean, he had MS too. I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. is, is that. Um, but honestly, maybe this is fortunate. I worry about so much, so many other things that I don't really think oh. about my health. <laughs> I don't Matt, know if that's fortunate I just or not. Added a few more things to your things to, <laughs> yeah. to think about. This I have week. to go, <laughs> <laughs> and I have a few songs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this this week I um have been spending a lot of time with my uh, little granddaughter mm-hmm. and um when you're when you're spending your time with a 3-year-old you know what it comes down to is what really is important um was it, it it's nothing is that important except that we put you in a car seat you know kind of thing yeah. other than that yeah. we'll it, deal do, with it later we will and and i think about in my life um, I'm trying to kind of settle back and go, what is, what's really important? Um, and I think it really does help prioritize, um, things and, uh, being for me, just being around uh, good people, if, if issues come up, they can help me figure it out too. If I don't have to have all the answers right now. Yeah. And that really helps my anxiety a lot. Um, so I went to the doctor. Um, I guess I don't have any kind of major cancer um, of the month, and yeah. um, or the Crohn's right now flaring up at all. It's uh, some my bowel is irritable, which fine, right. be irritable. Yeah, <laughs> but I have to sit back and go. Okay, you know what? I what's important that I sit around and and worry about that longer? No, I really am going to let that go mm-hmm. and just move on and assume that losing a little weight and this will pass looking for ways to be calmer we'll see we'll yeah see. that's but a... i knew no folks that are much more debilitated by by um, the health issues um a neighbor gal um tiny she's tiny 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 little lady and she had had some radiation therapy that weakened her bones so she has osteoporosis anyway she cannot lift much her her skeletal system yeah, especially yeah. in the you know your core pelvic area there has been impaired by treatments that she had to have so knowing that and she's not i mean she's not a stupid lady this is but what she did i thought was maybe not <laughs> smart with it but she it, got a but little it's inventive health health anxiety she worried that um that if well she she decided she needed to lose weight so that less pressure would be on her bones so she stopped eating no so yeah and yeah. she she's not i mean she's older too in like, her 70s no, yeah stopped eating pretty much counted calories and i'm telling you she doesn't weigh 100 pounds anyway no yeah she's her and um she ended up um practically fainting yeah. in her driveway when i saw her she was crawling up the driveway because she hadn't eaten and she was you know dizzy and her legs were wobbly and how scary that would be for her i mean she was so 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 scared but you know as you unravel the story she meant well Mm -hmm. but her anxiety over putting too much stress on her bones 
caused her to just weaken every other muscle in her. You know? No, I and, mean for and sure. That's, you know that's anorexia, basically. I mean, I don't think it had been going on that long, right? And but it was thought out, and it was a plan that she had come up with on her own without a physician. Um, and I just think, wow. I mean, health anxiety, health anxiety really does cause people to to do things that maybe wouldn't be uh, in prudent, like a, yeah, or like a real yeah. maybe. I want to say I want to say irrational, but it's like, but in your mind, under anxiety. Mm-hmm. Your perception is this is the right course of action. Yeah, and it does come down to that perception. That's mm-hmm. the thing that, um, like that I think is a really difficult skill for me, at least to 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 hold on to. That I have to keep reminding myself to do when my anxiety gets too bad about whatever it is. Is assess the situation. Mm-hmm. What is my perception of the situation? Um, and then also what's really going on and like, how much does it match up? Um, because like, yeah, if, if I, if I'm in a, a, just a fit of feeling like something is really pressing, really, really pertinent, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'll, I'll probably do some things that I'll look back on later and be like, well, that wasn't smart. (laughs) Uh, but your brain can, is a a mighty powerful, mighty, mighty powerful thing. Yeah. And it can, yeah. And you can use its power for good. <laughs> or, and sometimes or not. And sometimes it feels like it's working itself against you. It uh, is. And I Absolutely. mean, anxiety 100% is. Um, and and being able to sort of take a step back and look at like, okay. And that's something I've actually been doing. Like, so I was saying like Monday, I was stressing out about th- this. You and I talking into a microphone together. Yeah. I was just stressing. And it's stressing. not like we haven't done it almost 30, 30 times. Some, 30 something times yeah. now. I, it was just stressing. And so what I've been doing lately uh, with that is I'll, I'll think about like, okay, what's stressing me out? And then I'll think what's, what's directly in front of me. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, not physically, but like, what is the next thing I have to do today? Um, and then that's what focus on that for now. Yeah. Like you can, I can worry about the stuff later Yeah, that, you know, instead of beating myself up, like, why would you be worried about doing these podcasts? You're doing them every week. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. You enjoy doing it. Why yeah. are you freaking out? Yeah. Instead of doing that to myself, be like, what is the task at hand? And it was as simple as finish breakfast, get mm-hmm. to work. Yeah. Go and go to my job. Yep. It's you know, dark. that that's what. Yeah was in front of me at that moment. And that's what I had to deal with. And so yeah. it's like, okay, and doing that. But that's where it's like, those are good tools to have for me. Mm-hmm. But I think that goes back to where I was saying, I, I'm just tired. I'm tired of it having to be something I have to do to myself every day, it feels yeah. like. Yeah, and it probably feels discouraging when you felt better and now you're feeling back. 100%. And it's, you know, like back to square one feelings. I had those a few weeks ago, and it is so discouraging to think, I thought I thought I had that one down. Mm-hmm. I thought that I had mastered this skill. But um, but that's the, but that's, I don't know if that's the um, nature of the beast. Yeah. It doesn't, we just get more tools to deal with it. And, and hopefully, um, as you were telling me a couple weeks ago, okay. You know, square one. We've been there, done that. Probably you'll pop out of it quicker. Mm-hmm. It doesn't uh, suck as much as the first time you were there because you've been through it before. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, and then again, what's important in the moment right now? Is it that we get to story time on time? Mm-hmm. Not really. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's that we are safe mm-hmm. and that is the non-negotiable and other around other things. Um, yeah. 
what is negotiable? Many, many things. Are. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think it's fascinating with anxiety and health anxiety, I think is actually double fascinating because to me, the, the thing that sparks off in my mind when I get anxious about podcasting, any mm-hmm. of that stuff, it's that same sort of, at least what I talk about, what we talk about in therapy is like, that's that part of the brain that hasn't quite, you know, that back in the day when, when humans, whatever, we came from the jungles, it was like, I have to make sure that I'm protected. I have to make Mm -hmm. sure that whatever's Mm -hmm. chasing me can't get me. Mm -hmm. I have to, I have to be on guard. And we're in a place now, I'm in a place right now where I'm like, chances of uh, being attacked in my home are slim. Yep. Uh, Yep. I don't have a lot to physically worry about. So my brain is doing this thing where it's like, well, what can I worry about? Mm -hmm. Instead Mm -hmm. of just appreciating that I'm safe. I have food. I have water. Yeah. Uh, I have. I'm fortunate to have these things. Uh, but my brain will go. But something's gonna get you. Mm-hmm. Well, let's mm-hmm. find out. Let's worry yeah. about what it will be. Yeah. You know. Um. But with health anxiety stuff too, it's like. I don't know. Thinking about like just the really intricate stuff that happens inside of our bodies, and just like I, I have no idea really about any of it. How it all works together. It they are amazing. Mm-hmm. We are amazing, and uh, it feels so like yeah. easily corruptible when you're like dealing with anxiety. Certainly. You're like, well, something's malfunctioning somewhere. Something's not right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's probably going to be terminal. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna it, end it, me. Yeah, that's it. And mm-hmm. now you know what. Kids are going to wish they'd help me clean out the garage because uh, now they're going to deal with that without mama. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll make a list of yeah. all the reasons why I, we don't, just find these I don't need to live forever. Yeah. I found these scribbled notebooks of moms of just all the stuff she wants us to do. Like she's dying. <laughs> what? I know. Anxiety yeah. is a, it's a really, I don't know. I feel like we should even do another episode on just, I mean, it's a huge topic. It's a huge topic. And it's, and it's a, it is so prevalent, and I think more and more and more um, common than it ever used to be. Our, the pace of our lives has picked up a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, we are available by cell phone. We can get news constantly coming at us. And I don't know, maybe there were some people designed to do it like that, but um, I think it causes me stress. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it has been lovely to retire and um, be able to breathe. And, you know, I'm, I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to drive down to the bank today and cash this check. No, yeah. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not going to sit and figure out how to take a picture of it and deposit it or whatever. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. I got the time. Mm-hmm. I got all day. Yeah. I can go down to the bank. And um, it, it makes me feel like a little old lady, but that's okay. Um, but I think I just feel like the when I first retired, Matt, it felt there was something wrong. There was something wrong because there was this busyness in my mm-hmm. memory uh, that how things went and and it was just gone. It's not. It took a it took a while. It took a long time really to come down. Um, I don't re- remember when you were like a kid and there'd be like the last day of school mm-hmm. and woo. And and it took maybe a weekend, and then you feel like it's Monday, I don't have to go back to school. And by Monday, yeah. you're kind of in summer mode. Mm-hmm. Retirement, it took a little longer than a weekend to sort of yeah. ease in to summer mode. I hear retired people are late to things often because we get so well adjusted to our summer mode, <laughs> our <laughs> lifetime mode, that, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's pretty cool, though. You earned it. Yeah. I, I was going to walk to my car, and then I went around to the post box, <laughs> and then I drove on down and cashed a check. And Yeah. It's yeah. just um, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It is okay. 
yeah, for sure. Like our brains get super acclimated to being like, well, I have to be, I mean, I have to have my, I have to have something going on right now. Yeah. Even though it's like, oh no, I don't. I know. I do. Mm -hmm. Well, I did get a, a concerning letter this, uh, week. About what? I-R-S. Uh Uh-oh. Wait. I know. You know, I have been concerned about the 2018 taxes, which you have an extension on, right? Like, and you're getting that sorted out with the, with the proper channels. Guess what? I wasn't ready to be worried about. 2017. Oh no! I know your dad did those taxes, and it was later in his life, not long, mm-hmm. really before he had passed, and um, so the IRS. <laughs> That's a little bill for me. Oh, my God. No really? No kidding. And you know what? It is. You know this. This is my worst this is nightmare. nightmare territory. This is my worst nightmare is financial insecurity. Does it say IRS on the envelope? Um, or was it like not, was it like the discreet? The envelope was discreet. That's how they get you. So you open it up, huh? Because uh, I feel like if it said IRS, you would, like, would call no. Sam. Or would you have opened it? I opened it. I oh, opened yeah. it. And it was just before we had the the party at the house. We oh, had yeah. barbecue and cocktails. Mm-hmm. So Mama had a few more cocktails. <laughs> but it was so weird. I had this letter. And I opened it, IRS. And I was thinking, oh, they're writing to tell me that the extension was approved. Or, you know, whatever. Sure, sure. Um, I thought, you know, something protocol. It makes sense. And we got down to 2017. And then this rather large imposing sum at the bottom that includes interest and um penalties um so i um i read that far and then i put it back in the envelope (laughs) and i went about the cocktail party time because i thought okay you know there's nothing seriously there is nothing i I can do about this right now i have a house full of people coming over we're celebrating being a family and so woohoo yeah and then (laughs) and then what what happened um Maybe a couple days later, I went and touched the envelope again, and I Uh opened it. And that's when I discovered, you know, what the sum total was and then what um, the interest is, Mm. which is weird that they can charge you interest on something you didn't know you owed. But, I mean, like, if I went and bought a car, I knew my loan amount. Yeah. And so I knew what the Yeah, this seems really out of left field. It seems kind of weird. So was there an issue with the taxes from the year before, like, where it's not filed correctly? Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah. And um, so... Anyway, I mean, it's easy to blame dad because, you know, he's not here. He was also the guy that filled out the taxes. But right. I have to say I did sign them and I will I will go with it. And so although I don't know what 2018 brings, I know 2017 kind of sucked. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, but here's my deal. This is my worst nightmare. And I'm so proud of how I am not caving in. I know. I'm, I'm, I, I'm stunned right now. Because I, you're you're handling this. I'm handling it. I'm handling it because here's what I'm thinking to myself. What's the worst Stun sounds rude. Thing? I'm sorry. I am impressed right now at how no, well you're handling because this. Because you know how I have stressed and worried about the 2018 taxes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I here's what I know. It will be okay. I will pay what I have to pay yeah. over time or whatever. Um and that it will be eventually done. And then this will never happen to me again. Does that right. make sense? It totally, totally. So it is um, it is my worst nightmare that I have 
We'll see. You know, mm-hmm. we'll see. I think that um, I will call the IRS folks and say, you know, your your due date of this very large sum of money of the 27th of this month ain't happening. Um, right. We're going to have to work something else out. <laughs> Hello. But, you know, and I'll try to ask what they, you know, could negotiate in, in there as far as penalties and interest and whatnot. But I'll be kind. And then yeah, can I, I ask will, you a question? I'm going to take that letter down to my accountant to put with what I have now, yeah, and just bundle it mm-hmm. up. Is there? A, I know we've joked about the widow card. <laughs> Is that going to come out at all? Hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if there was ever a time he was sick and he didn't know what he was doing, you know what he was on. Yeah, but I know. I wanted to let him do it because it meant so much to him to <laughs> still contribute. I think, yeah. Yeah, we've joked about this card, and I think, but it's a real nine thing. months. In, but and it, I know because it's not even a joke. It is true. He <laughs> was on so a true. lot of heavy medication, and doing the taxes made him feel like he, would, he was doing his his duty exactly. And I just didn't know what I didn't know, which was that in four months he was going to be dead. Mm-hmm. So um, I didn't know, and I was just happy not to be doing it because that was my. My thing is, I, I this worst financial nightmare. thing is my worst nightmare. So thank you for taking care of it, honey. It was probably turned in on April 15th uh, or, yeah, at, yeah. at 11.59 p.m. <laughs> yeah. um, but but some of our math might have been off. And it kind of comes back to what we were talking about even uh, last week uh, when we were talking with Brett uh, on, on the show um, is that sort of um, that feeling that, I've had it since dad passed of like, that's the worst thing that I can imagine going through. And the world kept turning yeah. and made it through it. Yeah. And it kind of, to me, seems like one of those things too of like, I did not expect to owe this kind of money, mm-hmm. but I have gone through the worst thing I think I'm going to go through exactly. and the world kept turning. So the world's yeah. going to keep turning through this. Yeah. You yeah. Know. Yeah. So, um, and in fact, there's this part of me, maybe it's my health anxiety part of me going, see, I told you this was going to suck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's not exactly colorectal cancer, uh, yeah, yeah. but it's getting mighty close. <laughs> uh, yeah. And um, so I am going to become uh, astute as to how taxes work. Yeah, but be I'm a really financial just, wizard. No, no. I'm <laughs> going to be a girl that hires an accountant every year because um, – but, but this will not happen anymore. Mm-hmm. And really it is just kind of going back and – turning over rocks and opening the mail and finding what needs to be fixed out there. Yeah. And maybe that's part of the um, the burden of being the married partner that was left behind. Is yeah. You are cleaning up there's messes. Some, there's some and loose were, ends to tie up. And they were our messes together, our messes together. But um, um, yeah, but I can do this. And then I won't ever have to do mm-hmm. this again. And he gave me a story, another one. Yeah, um, yeah. I know, but doggone it. Yeah, well, and so I wanted to touch on this too uh, while we're talking, uh, speaking of giving stories, uh, we had talked about how last week that your and dad's the 34th anniversary just would have been. Just had it, yeah. Uh, just this last Saturday. And I know I talked to you a little bit on the phone that yeah, day, but that I want to, I'm just wondering how your day was or like how did mm-hmm. w- waking up on the day of your yeah. anniversary yeah it even kind of started the night before um because the night before had been our rehearsal dinner so you know you think about oh i remember we were at the rehearsal and it was fun and our friends and then we went back over and this is what we did and this is how you know it was and it, yeah. it was lovely and um 
I, so I was at a, a large picnic on um, on Saturday, the day of, of my anniversary, and what? I, and I got right into it, helping set up, helping clean up, uh, yeah, helping. The... There were some silent auction items. Mm-hmm. There were some things, uh, meeting people, um, and talking to people about coming on our show after yeah. I get to talk to them and know them. So I was full on enjoying it, but your dad and I were married at two thirty in the afternoon, and. About two, I started looking at my watch. It was important to me to be aware of the time. And it's never in 34 years did I ever look at my watch like, uh, we're getting close to the yeah. time that we would. So, um, were you kind of having those like, was it just like a, were you just having a lot of like reflective memories of like the day you got married? You know, you know who I was missing more than your dad that day was my mother. Yeah. 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 Um, marrying your dad was lovely. I would have done it again, yeah. but um, but I was missing mom that day because she was um, as a mom who's now uh, gone through a couple weddings with kids. I uh, also felt what she must have felt with her. It was the first wedding of our family, our of the, of us four children. Mine was the first of us getting married, and you know it's not easy watching your child go off like that. And um, so I was thinking more of mom that day. Yeah. It was, it was, it, but it was a nice day and, um, good friends met good people and, um, yeah. And, and I, I, for me that day, it was good to be busy. I wouldn't, I think you just have to listen to your heart and know what you need to do. But if I, if I'd sat home and planned on listening to the, uh, cassette tape of the wedding, cause we did have a cassette tape of the wedding. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just think that would have been sad. And it really was a day to celebrate and mm-hmm. the day our family started. It started with your dad and I getting married. And then we had a few kids in there and, you know, now grandkids. And it's just uh, such a such a good start for a, yeah. a, a, our life together. Um, and I miss him, of course. And I would marry him again, for mm-hmm. sure. But, but it's still, it was... Uh, it was a good day. Yeah. Yeah. But I, you, you did call and check in. Your brothers have checked in. And it's just been, um, that was really thoughtful. You know, just that, just to know that it's, how are you yeah. doing? Where, you know, where it might be, um, well, it's the anniversary day. I think I better not call today because I don't want to make her sad. Yeah. You know? Right. Well, but my no. kids are way, way past that. We will barrel in and make sure you're okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't care if you're sad. I'm sad too. We're talking about it. <laughs> Uh, no, because I remember, I, well, I woke up and um, hadn't really paid much mind to it. Yeah. And then as the day was going, I was like, oh, yeah, like my like mom was saying, I mean, yeah. today's Saturday. That's yeah. the day. And then, you know, it just got me thinking about just that, like the, yeah. like you were saying, like that's how our family got started. That's where it all it started, kicked yeah. off from. And then I had the memories, you know, of like the 25th anniversary when you had to go bail dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And just like those, you know. June third, right? June first, 3rd. first, June first, yeah, June first, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we um, we did, and what you know, so your dad and I honeymooned in on the Oregon coast at a small town mm-hmm. uh, called Yahats, Oregon, and then a few years later, my mom and dad bought some property in the same little town up on a hill and built a home. Mm-hmm. So. As you kids were, I mean, I know you were two when that house was built. So you probably don't have no, you have no memories of before the house on the coast was built. Yeah, not really. Um, But that's where we were several times a year. Oh, yeah. Some of my best childhood memories. Yeah. Yeah. 
So one of the things that I have wanted to do since dad passed was to, and I, I think this might be more poignant to me uh, than just the anniversary day, but I want to go back to Yahats. I want to go back to that little town on the coast that we visited as a family a lot, yeah. a lot, and how we were just comfortable with the shops and the stores and the people. And um, we were easily there two, three times a year for many days and uh, familiar with the beaches and the yeah. rocks and the stuff. And I, that is something that, uh, that feels like it's going to be beautiful but sad to me but I, some in me something in me needs to do this I 100% agree yeah. I've actually been thinking about that a lot um, some of the the more um, like profound memories I have of dad are there because yeah. he loved the ocean and yeah. I remember him like he didn't really get philosophical very often but I remember like there was a few times we were talking and you know he was just talking about how he loves looking out at the ocean because it puts him in his place you know yeah. be like uh, whatever's going on in my life I'm just this person and there's yeah. all this huge world and that stuck with me. And there was another time that we were there. Oh, he, remember he loved the sound of the deep, as the uh, waves would come into those underground uh -huh, the caverns. Little, like, caverns. And it was just this very deep, big yeah. whoosh sound. That, boy, he just loved that so much. And I saw him one time. Uh, we were just like playing around on the beach over there. And it's, you know, the, the, the beaches of Oregon are nice and gloomy. Um, <laughs> but I love them. I think yeah, it's beautiful. Absolutely. And we were just messing around. And I saw Dad had like a handful of rocks and he was just throwing them in the ocean. He would like take a second with one and throw it in the ocean. Yeah. And I walked up and I asked him what he was doing. And at this point in his life, I think he had, it was after like his diagnosis, yeah. his first diagnosis. And I, there was other stuff too. Yeah. And like, uh, yeah, like his mom had just passed and, yeah. and things. And he was like talking about, I don't know if he'd heard it or read it somewhere, but he was like, I, I'm holding one of these rocks mm -hmm. and I'm going to and I put one of the things that like, is causing me pain yeah and i'm gonna put it in this rock and throw it in the ocean and there's just these and he had that little handful yeah and i don't no, know i, don't, I didn't been, know that that's beautiful and it's been sticking with me that i i don't know i want to go throw a rock in the ocean for him <laughs> and for me too for, yeah. <laughs> yeah i love that mm -hmm. so that is uh that's gonna happen um you know, when the IRS gives me permission <laughs> to spend any of my money <laughs> ever again. Gosh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, in the mean, but I know it will be there. So, mm -hmm. uh, but the anniversary was, um, it was a good day. Yeah. It was a good day. And, you know, I think forward to your birthday, mm -hmm. which will be coming up in August, which happened to be the day that your dad passed away. Mm -hmm. And I never want to celebrate or think think of that day as anything but your birthday. I know that we'll be aware of it, but the day he passed doesn't seem to be a day of great importance to me. It was the days he lived that seemed so much more important. Yeah, I don't, I don't, well, one, I'm not super like, it's my birthday. How dare someone pass away on my birthday? Like, I, I've, I, <laughs> well, you say that now. Wait. Well, once, I think, I think kind of thing after like my 21st. <laughs> Uh, birthdays are just like it's a, it's a fun day to it's yeah. a fun excuse to come hang out with the family and, yeah. and get dinner you know yeah. It's, yeah. and stuff so I don't I don't think of that and like I remember like we were talking about like when dad was uh, you know when things had really started going downhill we talked about the amount of love and the sort of yeah. beautiful presence of all that love surrounding yeah. that and I remember when when you woke me up because you know I went to bed around two in the morning and I think mm -hmm. you woke me up around four and saying that he had passed. And I just remember feeling like 
in a weird way like honored that yeah. dad passed on a day that was, I don't know it's a like now it, to me it's like weird because it's like it's sadly he's gone but it's like it's special because now yeah. we sh- we, we share, share that it. well that's cool and I was even talking to one of my um, one of my bosses uh-huh. her um, sister-in-law um, so I guess my other boss's <laughs> sister uh-huh. um, uh, his dad passed away on, on her birthday and that she would take that like that, it, it kind of put a damper on her birthday. Yeah. And I mean, and I mean, you know, I was feeling really cheesy after dad died. Yeah. I, there was a lot of really, I was thinking really profound things or whatever. Mm-hmm. of Just like, what does this all mean? Like yeah. my dad died on my birthday. What does that even mean? Uh, or, or, <laughs> yeah. And I've come to realize that I don't think it really means anything. It just happened. <laughs> but I, I do fully mean that when my boss was telling me that, that I was like, honestly, I consider that a gift that I got yeah. from my dad that I don't have to worry about him or see right. him like that anymore. Not for one more minute. Like he doesn't have to be in that pain anymore. Right. And that is, that is so huge to yeah. me. Yeah. So I don't see it as like, Oh, my dad died on my birthday. Like what a stinker, <laughs> you know, not him, <laughs> but just the whole lot. situation. Yeah. Yeah. I, I take it as a thing of like, I, that was the day that, that he got released from all that. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Well, I, I but I'm, that... I'm curious how it's going to feel yeah. <laughs> on that day. Yeah. We'll talk about it for mm-hmm. sure. I know that, um, on your dad's upcoming birthday the um, in September. So, yeah. you know, we're talking a long ways away now. Maybe not that long away, but um, Sam, your brother Sam, saw where there's a C of I homecoming football game that day. And I'm thinking, rock on. We go to a football game, and we totally celebrate on, together as a family yeah. on his birthday. I'd so much rather focus on that. Of us having a good time, a good and family And a good time. Out, we did outing. it last year. We went down to the, the plaza in town, and, and there was – was it Indian Creek uh, Festival Yeah, there was a bunch on. of food trucks around yeah, and stuff. We it was had cool. a nice day down there, and it wasn't that long after he had passed. So it was, no. I think a lot of, for a lot of folks, it was the first time they'd seen me and us as a family out and about mm-hmm. um, together since he had passed away. Um, it was really yeah, a lot of people came up to us. <laughs> I forgot did. about that. Yeah, they did. And, um, and I was just happy to say, this is his birthday. We're, we're out Yeah, we're out celebrating day. for him. Yeah, yeah. And um, so I would prefer that tradition, but. I think so too. I, I I feel like, and I and anyone listening, I think it's. I mean, I think it's totally justifiable to to feel pain on those days. Oh yeah. Like there's nothing. I I do feel like for myself that I mean pain will be there, but I think keeping in mind that idea of celebration feels more natural to mm-hmm. me, and I think our family to mm-hmm. be like, no, what you know, there's a lot of good stuff that yeah. comes with yeah. these memories. I too. mean, I think we do own. Own the pain. We own it. It's ours. We will. Uh, I'm not going to pretend it's not there. Oh, and I think when a person breaks down and is feeling the pain, everybody's arms are around him. It's it's real. Yeah. Um, and yet I appreciate that the culture of our family hasn't been to focus on on the pain stuff necessarily. And uh, yeah. And we we like to laugh, and mm-hmm. that's not going to change. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when we do get to Yahats, I suggest we uh, they've got a nice little. Uh, microbrewery up there mm-hmm. we we get a what's that called a big a, growler a yeah. growler at least one yeah we head on down to the beach where we'll have to wait till it's dark because i think that's not legal I don't think it, whatever <laughs> but we can celebrate dad down there. yeah i think so i think so too yeah well, yeah okay well, well, has this just been a downer of a show i actually feel really good i feel oh. up, i feel really good about this okay. episode <laughs> i feel well, i feel oh, good about after talking uh what we're saying is we're dealing with it. <laughs> yeah, and it comes and it goes, and some weeks yeah. are easier and some weeks suck. Yeah. Um, 
And absolutely. This, you know, and sometimes it just lands how it lands. It but. is. It is. And um, so we breathe and we decide what's really important here. Is yeah. it that everything is always fits into its own little cubicle and is perfectly aligned? No, Mm-mm. that's not that's not real. And um, and everything will be OK. Yeah. And the big things are very much OK. Yeah. And and for me, it, truly, it is really helpful to kind of step back and look and say, what it what's what's directly in front of me right yeah. now that I have to do, not what's weighing on me really heavy yeah. down down the road. Um, okay, so yeah. now the Wrestle Boys will be coming in and you're going to have to shift up. <laughs> no, oh yeah. We'll yeah. turn off our candles. And well, we're, the Wrestle Boys this week, and... we're uh, we're recording our 100th episode. Are you kidding me? It's our 100th me? episode. And if, uh, now we'll just go in from talking to real well, deep stuff as... into plugging this podcast. Well, yeah. But, um, if if you've never listened to the Genuine Wrestle Boys podcast here on the Eavesdrop Podcast mm-hmm. Network, um, uh, this is gonna be a fun one because we're gonna do kind of just a Q and A episode. We're gonna take a step back from like doing the because the way that our show is formatted is we kind of talk about the week in wrestling and we just joke around about it. But this being our hundredth episode, we're kind of just where we got some fan like questions and we're gonna answer some questions and we're just gonna have a fun time with it. So even if you don't know. Anything really about wrestling and you're curious to he- listen to it, episode 100, I think, would be a good one for you to check out. That is amazing. Congratulations to you and the guys. Thank you very much. Um, if you do listen to it, I, s- I say a lot we- more. S- I know. It, you the, say the, naughty words. The language is we play a little more fast and loose. I'm just going <laughs> to just give you a heads up. You but, know, uh, I'm going to bring in a little quarter jar. And every time <laughs> oh, you guys yeah. say a cuss word, you put it in the jar. And then I'm paying the IRS <laughs> off a lot sounds, quicker. <laughs> yeah, a lot quicker. <laughs> um, um, so going into next week, right. do you have a goal in mind uh, for yourself? Well, I have a massage on Sunday I'm looking forward nice. to. And that's the first day of the week, right? And... I I don't know if I'm going to have too many grandma days in there, but I'm also giving blood platelets. Like, I'll probably save, like, three lives on Wednesday. That's a pretty good goal. Um, so you know what? I think it's going to be kind of a week for me. I'm going to have fun. I love that. I am just going to do something really, really fun. Fun. Awesome. Well, I that's cool, and I'm, I'm excited to hear about that next week, too, because I think I setting know. some time, setting an attention to have fun uh, is a cool thing to I do. Know. It is. <laughs> and it uh, is. sometimes can, uh, can kind of get put to the side pretty easily. Yes. Yes, it can. And, um, and, and, you know, as I've been moving forward, you know, I'm, I am, I'm out meeting people purposefully. Yeah. Um, to see, you know, where my next steps go and yeah. my next, um, you know, which corners I'm ready to kind of turn or you know go straight or you know yeah, how, how are we doing kind of just this a, just, uh, an out and about sort of experiment yeah, what's the landscape yeah. out there and um so maybe i'll uh, does that make you insecure no no we talked about this and yeah, i mean you're wh- good i i maybe i'll bring you a, a little um you know pg rated something what maybe pg what something like a story maybe okay I'll maybe go out and look for a story this week. Okay. All right. You okay. thought I had one? No, no. I was like, well, but PG, parental guidance suggested. Well, I'm I not giving you an R rated <laughs> I one. appreciate that. Uh, 
but this is your podcast too. And if you feel like you want would to. Would you rather it just back off to G or I'm just no, thinking of no, the people PG. listening who feel like they know me, <laughs> who might wish that maybe I like stop talking about it. Well, and... you know what? They, you don't have to listen. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, There's also a convent in North Idaho. I, I go visit <laughs> on my way to Yacht. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Uh, no, I think we should be ourselves on this show. Um, I always thought so. Uh, <laughs> How you, you, now you're wondering if we shouldn't. What is ourselves? Uh, am I ready Can for we ourselves? Handle? Well, let's just see I'll, how your anxiety is next sure. week. And then uh, we'll decide where we go from there. Yeah. Well, I'll say for, so one of my goals for this week is I'm, I'm seeing my therapist on Tuesday and I'm going to get, uh, she has a, I, she wrote it down. I totally just lost it because I, uh, anyway, a recommendation for someone to go, a psychiatrist to see who can actually help me prescribe, uh, prescribe to uh, to medication. And I think uh, s- starting my journey towards getting yeah. back on um, finding a medication that works right yeah. for me um, is something that I'm uh, adamantly feeling kind of strong about right now. Can I just tell you how proud I am of you? Because um, you are so brave to go forth and say, I need a little more help. I need one more tool. I need. It's actually, it's not easy for sure. No, and anyone and, out there who's struggling with that. I am. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at my life going, <laughs> maybe I ought to call somebody. There was somebody else I was visiting with this week as well. Maybe we ought to be looking at somebody, but then we'd really have to admit that maybe we're stuck. Mm-hmm. And that's a hard line to cross. Yeah. Cause I, and it totally is hard. But and, I'm just, I admire you so much, Matt, because, um, because I realize it's not easy, and yet dealing with it, we need to have more tools than fewer tools. And yeah. you are looking for what's right for you. Well, because thank the you. life that you're going to live and that you're living now is embracing life and living it to its fullest. And, and I think you're finding even ways to do it even better. That's yeah. great. Well, it, and honestly, it is, it's support and encouragement like that that makes me feel comfortable, you know, stepping right. into that sort of stuff. So, and thank you. Um, and any listeners out there who feel like you need a little help too, like, uh, we got you, <laughs> you have our support a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, yep, yep. I, I think when it comes to like, that's the, the big thing for me right now is like, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that I'm, I'm excited to do and that I want to do. Um, and I feel like I'm actively holding myself back. Um, and if I can kind of realize that a little bit of help outside help, yeah. Will 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 get me on the track to actually doing those things. Yeah. Then I think that's a, an investment worth making. Well, and you are you are taking care of yourself, and you're advocating for yourself and the life you want instead of seeing where you might hold yourself back. And you, so you're making really an intentional choice to yeah. live a full life. And oh my goodness, that is big. That's big. That's all I want. <laughs> I <laughs> I just want to hang out and watch what you do, man. Well, I have a second goal this week too. Oh, and okay. this one's a big one for me. All right, bigger than anything. I'm gonna finish a book because I haven't done that oh. in probably over a year. Yeah, I hear that. And the one that I did last year was the only book I read last year. What was it called? Uh, it was called Oh Fight uh, Club. No, Universal Harvester. Uh, by by John Darnielle. <laughs> um, uh, he he's a, one of my favorite musicians, but he's also an author, just fantastic writer. I would check him out if you're into fun fiction. Nice. Uh, but this book I'm reading right now um, is really really cool. Um, I won't get too into it, but it's about like uh, what's this? What's it called? What's well, 
I and I'm gonna butcher the name. That's right. But he's like uh, Murakami. He's like a he. He writes a lot of cool like Japanese. Oh, okay. He's a Japanese guy who writes these cool books. Uh-huh. Um, but this one is it's called like Murakami. Like it's like absolutely on music. And he interviews this um, composer for the or not composer uh, the the conductor for the Boston Symphony. Oh wow! Um, this guy who had done it for years and years and years. But it's cool hearing like this really accomplished author and this really accomplished composer talking about. It's just the whole book is a, this conversation between them, but how deep they get into like how, like, I don't know how excited music makes them because like, they're both just like huge fans. Um, and just like talking about it's a weird, it's weird to, I can't, I can't describe it really well, well. Okay. How many pages are in this book? Um, I'm just trying, I'm trying to focus on your goal. Uh, it's okay. So I'm maybe I mean, if 25% it's a- way through it and it's probably six pages 250 pages oh, 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 it's okay. not huge it's not a pamphlet though no it's not a pamphlet it's a it's a book that i don't i don't know uh about uh, it's a, just a no a I, nice I, paperback book yes that's very good that's very good <laughs> so i'm gonna finish well, that this week and that's gonna be big for me because i want to start reading more and i feel like that's you know are you finding it like you read in small chunks and then take a break and read in sp- I, I, mean, I read I, in small chunks and take yeah. a break and then sometimes that break is eternal yeah yeah that's kind of where i am too i've got some to finish <laughs> yeah um well those are great goals having some fun i know getting a little helping ourselves yeah i love that yeah i do too um and we would love to hear from you yes um, i have this week been around and and my mom's I hitting the fi- pavement I'm hitting the paper, but it's just in my life. I am talking to people in in the things I did this week. I didn't go out of my way. And we have guests lined up for the summer of just really interesting people who have had interesting situations that they've that they've dealt yeah, with. I've got truly. a um, couple students who are uh, going back to school, have left uh, homeschool, moving into uh, public school, and how they did that. What reserves did they have to draw on to make that transition and deal with it a musician that moved from the east coast because of allergies here um in idaho where you know it's great to be able to breathe but how do you start how do you leave a career for your health and then have to restart and those are things what what do you draw upon um to do that and and uh talked with the guys uh, from the fool squad those of you who might have seen them about boise uh, boise and comedy duo the boise comedy duo, yeah the idaho shakespeare guys and um you know their uh partnership has been over 25 30 years i mean long time friendship mm-hmm. but these are are two people that in their own real lives have dealt with a lot of stuff and my questions for them were how did you keep it going? How did you support each other? Mm-hmm. How did you sometimes have to boot each other? Like, but we're going to be on stage in an hour or so. Yeah. You know? um, so I think we've got some really interesting Absolutely. guests. And I, and I, I really like the idea of, of getting more guests on this show. Mm-hmm. I, the more we've been talking to people, like you're saying, the more we're realizing every single person has a story worth telling. Yeah. Everybody. 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 Um, and we want everybody on this show. Well, <laughs> but, and what I'm hearing is... What people like about the show is that they're connecting to the conversations that are happening here, and they are feeling a part of this community of folks who are um, who are in transitions and good or bad. And um, so, so hearing other people, you, it's not you're not as isolated as you thought sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And if you would like to reach out to us, we would love to hear from you. Yeah, uh, you can get 
to us at dealingwithitpod at gmail.com. Uh, we're also available on all the social media platforms on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And just look up Dealing With It uh, podcast and you'll find us. You can also find us at ease-drop.com. That's E-A-S-E-drop.com. We're a part of this podcast network. Um, and there are some phenomenal shows on there. I, I've been slowly trying to make my way through the podcasts on there. And there's something for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like professional wrestling or curious, you could check out the other show I'm a part of, the Genuine Wrestle Boys. Okay, um, but let's back it up even for more for people of my generation. I'm looking at my phone and I downloaded a, cause people aren't even sure how to get to podcasts. Okay. Sometimes. Oh, okay. So, um, and it's okay. That's we're dealing with that too. That is totally fine. And it is very confusing so sometimes. I found an app free app for my phone called podcast player. Okay. Okay. But I'm sure every there's many there's, other. There's many. A lot of and, um, like iPhones come stock with one that's just. Uh, okay. it's just I think you just can look up podcast or something yeah. wherever you search. Free podcast because it's it, not mm-hmm. going to cost you a penny. Then when you get into your podcast player or whatever it mm-hmm. is, you um, type in. There's a little search. There's a search bar. Podcast. There's a search bar and you can type in dealing with it and that'll pop up. Yep. Yep. And there's this will be like around the whole. Is it? Country, world, whatever, because I know it's everywhere. Uh, yeah, iTunes, it's on there. I know um, that with dealing Spotify. with it, you get uh, you deal with it, or I'm dealing with right. it. Right, there's there's or, plenty. So you have to be, um, mm-hmm. yeah, in looking for it. But our we have a little picture with lemons, lemons or something. Well, you know what yeah. I'm saying. This no, no, because people, it, I, I've heard no. I've, but so weird is if a person is hearing this, they are obviously listening to a podcast, and I'm telling them how to download a podcast. <laughs> hey, but you know, well, I'm, but how many? podcast apps that we put on people's phone now that we've been doing this so it's good to you know you know friends i'm just telling you what to tell somebody else who hasn't heard exactly us yet. <laughs> we're, we're sharing the the news but it, uh if you want it on the internet the if you just pop open your internet yep. browser and you you go to the e or go to ease-drop.com you can find our podcast yeah. and many other wonderful podcasts on there that i really really can't recommend enough um, well and, and you can hear matt you know being being less reflective and and more like um, all about wrestling. And it's truly something I love and it, I love talking about. Um, and that's the thing I actually do like about all the podcasts on this network is everyone that I've listened to is really passionate about what they're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just really fun. Uh, I feel like I had something else I wanted to say, but I can't okay, remember it. So next week, my whole job is to have fun. Mm-hmm. You're going to finish a book and talk to a psychiatrist. And at least get step in that way. While you're at the psychiatrists, ask them if they'd like to come be on our show. <laughs> I've actually thought about that, trying to reach out to some actual medical professionals. And, and, uh, <laughs> about time. And huh? getting somebody on the show who could... Th- that can help. And yeah, or put us in our place where we're wrong. But I uh... <laughs> Tell us where we're super dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. This could be a fun week. Yeah, I think it will be. Okay. That's your goal. But you look good. You look strong and happy. <laughs> I look like my head is above water. So I think we're, we're doing it okay. We're doing okay. Uh, and we'll check back in with you okay. next week. Until then, let's just keep dealing, dealing with it. it.